Give me six hours to chop down a tree and I'll spend the first four sharpening the axe. A quote famously attributed to the 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. Benjamin Franklin said, by failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail. Good fortune is what happens when opportunity meets with planning, said Thomas Edison. Even the creative genius Pablo Picasso knew that planning was key when he said, our goals can only be reached through a vehicle of a plan in which we must fervently believe and upon which we must vigorously act. There is no other route to success. So, with many quotes to remind us of the importance of proper preparation and planning to avoid poor performance, why do most account plans simply not work? Perhaps the answer is simple, and that most account plans are just too complicated. Do you ever feel frustrated at the lack of consistency in the way your teams create account plans? Perhaps some of the team members don't even bother to do it at all. Would it make your life easier to have a straightforward system and process for planning so that you can keep an eye on what's going on and retain visibility of your most important customers? Well, in today's episode, I'd like to share with you our approach to building a simple, easy to use and effective key account plan that will act as your guide, your toolkit and your roadmap to achieving success with your account. Welcome to CamCast. I'm your host, David Ventura, a key account management consultant at camguru.com. In this podcast, we explore the strategies, systems, and skills you need for effective key account management. We talk to expert guests and business leaders, sharing the tips, tactics, and techniques for looking after your most important customers. This is Key Account Management Made Easy. I'm a big believer that true positive change only happens when people choose to subscribe to the changes proposed. Prescriptions rarely work and often lead to a downstream culture of resentment and rebellion. As business leaders, our utopian world would likely involve an account team that proactively plan their account activity. They've got clear, measurable goals and objectives for each important customer, and they could at any moment in time share with you and the team what they know about the customer's business, how they've been performing, what their plans for the future are, and what activities are planned to achieve them. Sounds ideal, doesn't it? Well, I'm an idealist, and I can't help but wonder whether what we're looking for here really is that simple. It's time for the CamCast Killer Question. To get us started thinking about what a good key account plan should look like, I'd like to reflect on today's killer question. With each episode of CamCast, we feature a single question that's designed to get you reflecting on one specific area of your cam culture. Today's question is all about a vulnerability that many organizations have where account managers hold the plans for your most important customers in the safest place for them and the most dangerous place for you, their heads. So today's killer question is this. If one of your top account managers left the business today, what details would leave with them? One of your top account managers left the business today, what details would leave with them? The idea of this question is to prompt you to make a list, a list of all the things that you would expect to be shared with you in a handover meeting if the account was to be passed on to you to look after going forward. If you've got a pen and paper handy, you might want to pause here and start making that list now. Camcast. Key account management made easy. 
So, what's on your list? Is there information about all the key people? Some headline numbers about what we're doing for them and how account has been performing? Are there a list of open issues and any opportunities? Have some goals and objectives and account history? You'll likely have some common themes on your list with any business leader who's finding themselves in the same position as you. Some details, of course, will be nuanced to your business or your sector and the client's industry, but the majority will remain the same. I would argue that we could always boil it down to three simple questions, three themes or three blocks of content. In the CamGuru system, we call these the three I's. Intelligence, intentions, and implementation. Before I explain a little more about this, remember that the scenario we've imagined here is a bleak one. In other words, your account manager is leaving the business. A good account plan, of course, isn't just reserved only for times of disaster. A good account plan should be a working tool that guides account managers' activity and gives visibility of the account to anyone that needs it. Detail in the head holds little value when it isn't in the room. So whether this is a handover meeting that we're talking about or whether you've invited your account manager in for a monthly briefing on the account, let's imagine that they are sharing with you these three pieces of content, the three I's. So let's take a closer look. Firstly, intelligence. Now, the first thing to note here is that we're using the word intelligence and not information. For many businesses, there's plenty of sources of information. You've got your CRM system, account systems, Excel spreadsheets, Google Docs, email inboxes, the list goes on. One of the big mistakes that organizations often make when pulling together an account plan is trying to cram every last bit of information into the tool. Intelligence should give us the headlines, the key facts, the important details that will answer the fundamental question. What is the current situation on the account? If I was staring at this during a handover meeting or a briefing, I'd love to understand the current SWOT. What are the current strengths on this account? What are the weaknesses? What are the opportunities? And what are the threats? These headlines will fuel a conversation. They'll force reflection and welcome any challenge. In essence, the tool becomes your coach, tasked with holding you to account and keeping you on track. Behind the headlines, of course, there sits some key information, and it's important that you've got access, preferably on sort of systems, to the next level of detail. Look out for the next episode of Camcast. We'll be talking to Alex Raymond at Capta all about how your systems should support your success. In that next level of detail, you might find that the key personnel information is there. Who are all the key people? What do we know about them? There might be an organizational chart, some headline numbers, and some current KPIs, a view of who your allies are and who your enemies are within the customer stakeholder map, some information about competitor activity, a detailed history of the account, and an up-to-date view of the customer's world. The, the point here is that the plan holds the headlines and the key intelligence. The rest, well, the rest is available on request. Remember, one of our aims here is to ensure that the plan is user-friendly so that it gets used. Now let's talk about intentions. We'd be forgiven for assuming that the mission of an account manager is simply to increase the profitability of the account, make more money, grow the business, increase share of wallet, however you want to put it. In our view, though, it's more than just that. 
In fact, when you focus on some of the other objectives, additional sales can often be seen as the downstream result, the reward for hard work in other important areas. So let's go back to the handover document. Ideally, we'd be expecting to talk about three separate things here. How can we add more value to this key account? How can we improve and develop our business? And how can we develop relationships between our two organizations? In a cam culture that puts the customer at the heart of everything we do, we need to put them first when it comes to objectives and look at how you can add value to them. It'd be dangerous to claim to be a partner or a value creator if you put them way down the list. This is about looking at how you can help them in their world. Even if there are no apparent short-term opportunities for you, that doesn't really matter. If you and your colleagues do your job right, you'll be rewarded later. You're playing the long-term game here. Much like everything else, when planning your intentions, you're looking for a low number of high-impact items. The more you have, the more risk we run that the plan becomes unusable and the tool is lost. Some of the examples of value-adding intentions could include sharing some useful market insight that your contacts would find valuable, making referral introduction to someone within your network, supporting them in growing their business, creating a personalized playbook for how to get the best out of the product that they purchased, ensuring that they increase on their return on investment. As a leader and a coach in this scenario, this is your opportunity to challenge the intentions, ensure that they are customer-centric, examine what the true value to the customer would be, would achieving the objective exceed customer expectations or only meet them? Will they be getting value for money or value for free? Is the objective measurable and realistic? So now we have a small number of intentions for adding value to the account. So what about intentions that will improve our business? Arguably, these are the easy ones. In our experience, account managers are very much in tune with targets and objectives that are designed to increase profitability and drive high levels of revenue. And at the same time, if we think of this as simply just copying the targets and objectives that have been set by management, perhaps we're missing a trick. In a competitive marketplace, our key account strategy should include defense as much as they do offense. In other words, what are we planning to do that will ensure that we retain the client and protect them from competitor attack? What intentions do we have that will take us a step closer to creating further opportunities? It isn't just about closing the deal. If we leave it to the close to suddenly become focused on intention, we've probably left it too late. The final theme for intentions is to develop relationships. Think about your key contacts and the level of relationship that you have with them. How would you describe it? How would they describe it? To be a trusted partner requires effort and relationships take time to develop. Your intention should include objectives to develop deeper relationships with the key people, whether they're currently positive allies or negative enemies. Perhaps there is a contact that would benefit from some hospitality and a chance for you two to get to know each other beyond a business meeting agenda. Perhaps as a senior decision maker who currently feels neglected and would benefit from some one-to-one -one airtime with you to explore their needs, their opinions, their ideas for future collaboration. If you put your mind to it and took a deep dive into the who's who on your account, you'd likely find plenty of opportunities to develop and strengthen relationships.
So we have a small number of intentions for adding value, a small number for improving our business, and a small number for developing relationships. Start with three for each, and then as objectives are achieved, replace them with new ones, always keeping a total of nine in play at any one moment in time. Remember, this CAM plan is a working tool and should remain active and alive throughout the days, the weeks, and the months. The other important point here is the choice of language. Intentions are designed to encourage intentional activity. This is about creating an accountability culture where an over-reliance on people doing the right thing is put to bed and rather we encourage and invite scrutiny. It's an open book to think about what we want to do, challenge whether those things are the right things and then commit to the plan. To crystallise that commitment into action is where the final section of this three-part CAM plan comes in, the implementation. This is where we answer the simple question, who needs to do what by when? This is the point where you're inviting your account manager to tell you all about the actions needed, including those for colleagues in other departments and key members of the senior management team who are involved in the key account. There really is no need for minute details here. You can't predict the day-to-day stuff, but you've probably got a good feel for the major set pieces that need to be implemented. Again, you're going to play the long game here. Quick wins during the next couple of months are always welcome, but you're really looking to guide the account for the next three to 12 months. So that's it. Our three-part CAM plan made up of intelligence, intentions, and implementation plan. It's a simple and effective tool that will act as a toolkit, a guide to support the account management journey, whilst also providing a base to facilitate great coaching conversations with management and leadership teams. This is all about planning the work and then working the plan. The difference between ordinary and extraordinary people is simple. The latter don't just talk a good game. They actually go and do something to make it happen. Remember the 10 most important two-letter words of all time. If it is to be, it is up to me. Here's a range of activities that you may like to think about that will take the idea of the CAM plan and help convert it into sustainable, profitable reality. First one is monthly QTT sessions. QTT stands for quality thinking time. Some of the best account managers that we've worked with put aside time each month to reflect on each of their key accounts. QTT goes beyond time in the car or a quick coffee break in the office. Remember that multitasking is a myth and effective reflection happens when we get time without distractions. Think about going to a hotel lounge in the countryside where you can actually see the wood from the trees. Grab a cup of your preferred beverage, slow things down and consider using a good old fashioned pen and paper to avoid any digital distractions. You can capture your thoughts on a laptop or tablet at the end of your QTT session. There's nothing wrong with 45 minutes of calm, silent reflection and insight. The next idea is having a buddy system. This is a very simple, non-threatening and effective approach. You simply ask account managers to pair up and work with each other on their CAM plans. So act as accountability partners that challenge, scrutinise and coach on each other's plans for the greater good. We've also got the idea of key account clinics. 
leaders in the business could meet four to five account managers during the course of a day for a doctor in clinic style one-to-one meeting. This is a chance to encourage preparation, followed by a focused agenda of sharing the CAM plan, receiving feedback and being coached on the content. Again, accountability is key here. A CAM culture welcomes candor, feedback, challenge, scrutiny, and is open to taking the brutal honesty pill as the antidote to a hopium addiction. The next idea is team review meetings. The account management team would meet to discuss a specific CAM plan. The account manager would facilitate the meeting, which would also be attended by their colleagues who need to understand and implement the plan. It's incredible what additional insight and value is created when teams work together. As my six-year-old keeps telling me, Daddy, teamwork makes the dream work. (laughs) Bless him. These are just some of the ideas that encourage a tool like the CAM plan to be used habitually in the team and become an important tool for maintaining a CAM culture. If you'd like a template of this three-part CAM plan, don't forget to head to the show notes at camguru.com forward slash podcast. Remember that one of the biggest benefits comes when CAM plans are shared, understood and discussed by team members across the business. Big business comes from a small number of important topics. That's why this model for CAM plans is based around just three simple themes. Obstacles in account management tend to appear when people take their eye off the goals. Planning and documenting your intentions will help mitigate that risk. With many business leaders telling us the consistency and visibility are lacking in account management in their business, can plans ensure that your organization owns the account, not the individuals. So I hope that this episode has inspired you to look at your account plan process and format and assess what's working well and what can be improved. Uh, Don't forget, in the next episode of CamCast, we'll be talking to Alex Raymond at CAPTA all about how systems should support your success. Thank you for listening to this episode of CamCast, a podcast brought to you by CamGuru.com, one of the UK's leading key account management consulting and training organisations. If you like this episode, we'd really appreciate you sharing it with your connections, giving us a review on your chosen podcast app and letting us know what else you'd like to hear in an upcoming episode. You can find the show notes for this episode on the website at camguru.com forward slash podcast.